Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Today's episode we are going to be reviewing an older film now. It's not brand new out of the cinema, although I did go and see it at the cinema and it was my first time watching. But I think I have a new Guilty Pleasure film. Now I say that, but that would imply it's not strictly good. But I think it's great. I think this film is absolutely kick-ass and so much fun. I think it's a blast. I think it's an absolute delight. Now, the film we are going to be talking about came out in 1998, starring Wesley Snipes and Stephen Dorff. This is Blade. Now, I have not seen Blade in my life. I thought I had. I did think initially I had. But when I was watching it, I could not remember a single thing that happened. So, clearly, I have not seen it. I just remember having watched parts of Blade Trinity, I'm pretty sure, the third one. So this was a completely new experience for me, and I I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So much so that I went to see it again at the cinema just a couple of nights later, and here I am reviewing it because I can't help but feel the need to talk about it and share how I felt about this film. And I would urge people, if you have not seen Blade, watch it. <laughs> it's so good. It's honestly really cheesy and pretty dumb and stupid, but it actually appears to have held up pretty well for a 23-year-old comic book film. Yes, the CGI is questionable, and yes, a lot of the fight scenes are pretty... Well, I mean, I'd say pretty weak, but at the same time, they're so much more exciting than half the stuff I've seen recently. So even though it feels a lot smaller and, like, the budget really wasn't that much compared to what you could do with that kind of money nowadays. It seems to have held up incredibly well, and I just thought it was fresh and fantastic. So there's a few things I want to talk about. I don't know if this is going to be a spoiler review or a non-spoiler. I think I may go into spoilers, so this may, yeah, this will be the spoiler review. So let's just talk about Blade. In a nutshell, Blade is a vampire hunter, but he's also part vampire. He's the daywalker, so he was born a vampire, technically speaking. However, he's not a full vampire because he can go out during the day and he isn't, you know, allergic to garlic or whatever. He's not got their weaknesses, but he's got all of their strengths. So that right there, I'm sold on. I'm completely sold on the fact that there's this absolutely badass guy that goes after vampires. He's got the skill and power of a vampire, just none of their weaknesses. I think that's amazing. Now, when you've got Wesley Snipes playing him, Jesus Christ, the swagger and the style that this guy has when he's playing Blade. Oh my goodness, it's unbelievable. Whether he's wearing all leather, there is so much leather in this film. It's like The Matrix, you know, similar time, 98, 99. Similar time, this is when leather and blacked out sunglasses, everything was just big. And honestly, I would love to watch them back to back. I would love to watch this and then The Matrix because... As I was watching it, I could note down a few similarities between them. And I love The Matrix, so I loved this. I thought it was fantastic. Whether it's the music to just the general 90s aesthetic that they're going for, it's just so techno-heavy and leather-heavy. It's honestly fantastic. It's so fun. The club scenes in this are just terrific. They are so, so exciting. The very first time you see Blade, and this is what makes me love this film, it's an origin movie, but it's not at the same time. So the very first time you see Blade, he's already Blade. You know, he's already this vampire hunter that just goes around 
killing everybody. It's amazing, and I hate origin movies where they take so long to get into it and so long to actually introduce this character. But with Blade, there's no real introduction. He's just Blade. Okay, we see a little flashback right at the start to when he was born and, you know, why he technically is Blade, why he's this vampire, because his mum was bitten and he was born from that. But it's amazing the fact that we just get straight into it. Wesley Snipes is Blade from the offset. It's badass, it's fantastic, it's exciting as hell. And that very first time you see him, the club scene, it's so, so, so good. And from that moment onwards, I thought, God damn, I love this. I love this so much. There were a few times throughout where it <laughs> it felt kind of bad. It felt kind of really cheesy and like just kind of not outdated, but I don't know, just weird, like weirdly comically bad because there are certain shots, like there's one in particular I'll talk about. It's <laughs> it's when Karen, the main woman in this film, she gets bitten and then Blade captures her and helps her and whatnot. And it's when she first like kind of awakens again whilst they're in this warehouse that Blade and Whistler, played by Chris Christopherson, where they're based. So she wakes up, she goes about and she tries to escape. And this scene is so funny because Blade appears behind her, but you can see him jump down and there is no sound effect for when he lands. <laughs> so it's just like a blur jumping behind her <laughs> and it's so bad, but it's fantastic. It's so fun. And this is the kind of thing that just worked back in the 90s. So yeah, it sure as hell looks funny watching it back now, but it's so entertaining. <laughs> there are so many laugh out loud moments to be had in this film and I don't know if it is because it's just so bad it's good but that's why I'm debating is it actually a guilty pleasure film because I just think this film rocks this film whips so hard it's fantastic so I don't know if it is a bad film that's so good it can be a guilty pleasure either way there are so many funny moments like that jumping down scene there's another one towards the end it's just a random shot of a shotgun just spinning out of control off screen it's hilarious it is so funny to me all of these shots, all these frames, it's just classic 90s. All of this film just screams 90s, and I respect that. I respect what they're going for. I respect every single decision made in this film. To have him wearing a leather vest with a leather jacket on top of it, with blacked-out sunglasses and a blacked-out shotgun and a blacked-out Dodge Charger. It's just, it's a choice. that Those are active choices that they have made. And god damn it's a statement that I love. I love it. I feel like it's just so iconic. And I don't know how it's taken me so long to watch this film. Because it is so entertaining. The techno pop music that's going on throughout. It's just so, so good. Every single time an action sequence happens. There's just a little pause. And then the beat drops. And it's just this 90s raving techno funk music. It works. Okay, it works 10 times out of 10. And there is one moment in particular towards the end. This is when I'll probably slightly get into spoiler territory. Basically, towards the end, the massive fight scene at the end, which is great, by the way. The fight scene at the end, it's really long. It's really exciting. It's really well choreographed, except it's also hilariously choreographed, which I'll get onto. But this whole thing starts when Quinn, one of the main henchmen bad guys to Stephen Dorff's uh, Deacon Frost, the main bad guy, this henchman comes over and he's wearing Blade's glasses 
and throughout the film he's had his arms chopped off and it's a running gag and it's quite funny actually and so he's got both of his arms and he's like hey Blade I got both my arms and I don't know which one to kill you with and then Blade just <laughs> decapitates him and he catches his glasses mid-air <laughs> and once he does the music kicks in Playing with Lightning by Expansion Union. <laughs> it is so good. And from this point onwards, the next fight scene for the next six minutes or so just has this song going over it. And it works. It works so damn well. It hurts. Like I wasn't sure at first how the music would be balanced because at the start, the opening club scene, which then turns into a fight, I was thinking, okay, I'm kind of getting into this. I'm kind of digging this vibe that it's going for. But then it just runs with it. And that's the thing that makes this film work so well. It runs with all the stupidity. It runs with all this techno vibe that it's going for. It's it's a masterpiece. It's an absolute goddamn masterpiece. So when playing with lightning comes in and he's just kicking ass left, right and centre. <laughs> Not to mention he's just caught his glasses in midair. It's so cool. This film is just cool. It's slick. It's cool. Wesley Snipes is an absolute badass in this film. The swagger he has, it's... God, the audacity as well. It's ridiculous. Okay, so just after this bit, as if that wasn't swagger enough, he then goes and just kicks ass. But what he does in particular, this one bit I noted down, he kicks a guy twice, all right? He kicks him in the face to knock his glasses off, and the guy is kind of taken aback. And then he kicks him in the nuts, and then he just pushes him aside. <laughs> but he pushes him with so much style, it hurts, okay? It's brilliant. It's just, it's artistry in motion right there. It's just, oh my god, it's so, so, so cool. I want to be Blade. I want to be Wesley Snipes in this film. It's so fun. I, honestly, I can't get out of my head the way in which he kicks the guy twice then just brushes him aside and walks off with so much swagger. And then he goes and rips the guy's throat out, throws it at another person. <laughs> it is so fun. This film is something else, I'm telling you. It is something else to behold. There are so many of these moments throughout. Okay, it's not even just this last scene. Everything else throughout, from the very first time you see Blade, he's kicking so much ass, shooting people left, right and centre, throwing swords at them, just all of it is amazing, okay? It's such a blur of nonsense, but fantastic, fantastic nonsense. Like, I could never get tired of watching this, and that is why I think this is my new Guilty Pleasure film. I think this is the one film I can watch. Whenever I'm having a bad day, whenever I'm, like, going through something rough, I can just stick this film on. My cheeks hurting from laughing so much, and I'll be smiling throughout the whole of this film, and that's exactly what I was doing yesterday. So I had a really, really, really terrible day yesterday. I just thought, you know what, it's either Halloween Kills or Blade again. Now, both of which make me extremely happy because they're stupid but fun. But I thought, you know what, Blade, because I've only seen it once, I'll go and see it again because it's just a special one-off showing at the cinema this week. I watched it again and I was just smiling. I was beaming through the whole film. It really, really cheered me up. It's so fun. And, yeah, that end scene is just something else. It's so, so good. And while I'm on it, let's talk about the CGI. And, I mean, when I say it's aged well, when I say this film holds up after 23 years, 
even the CGI to an extent, like, you can tell it's definitely borderline, like, plasticky CGI, which is funny, because that is what the 90s was, you know, this is the same as in The Matrix, exactly the same, so I can respect it, but in this 4K release that they've done, it actually looks gorgeous, and yes, the CGI is very just, oh yeah, it's bad, okay, it's bad at times, but it's better than some of the CGI I've seen nowadays, like, look at things like Venom 2, when it overuses CGI to the extent where it's noticeably bad. This is just kind of entertainingly bad. So, whenever they turn into skeletons, whenever they have their heads exploded, you can tell it's CGI, okay? You can tell it's definitely the finest of what they could do at the time. But it just works. Something about it just works. So when... He's injecting them with this serum that explodes their bodies and just makes them swell up. It's hilarious. It is so funny. It doesn't look bad. It looks kind of good. And I don't know how because, yeah, 1998, this was kind of cutting edge from what they could do. But it works. God, it works. I love it. And I mean, the fight with Deacon Frost at the end as well, like there's a part where he cuts him in half. And he just kind of regenerates, but it's all like blobby red CGI nonsense. But it's funny. <laughs> That's entertainment right there. <laughs> it's honestly just brilliant, okay? I can't praise it enough, man. This film, I was not expecting to love this film as much as I did. I was expecting something really camp and cheesy and kind of bad. But, God, I was not expecting to be so thoroughly entertained by this film. It's so much better than some of the Marvel films I've seen nowadays. And bear in mind, this was before the MCU. This was before Marvel was particularly big. This was before the first Spider-Man movie. So, I mean, this was kind of the big leap for Marvel to take. And especially being an 18-rated film with a black lead in it. That's a big leap to take for the time. And it pains me because... Why did we have to wait 20 years for the next black-led superhero film with Black Panther? Like, that's what baffles me. 1998 to 2018, there was no major superhero releases that had a black lead at the forefront of it. Except for, of course, the, um, the trilogy that this capped off. So except for Blade 2 and Blade Trinity, of course, of course. But, I mean, like, a new character, a new franchise starter... It wasn't until Black Panther came along, and that, to me, is crazy. So this film, not only is it really revolutionary and just a huge leap to take, it also does an incredible job for representation, but it's just a fun film. It doesn't even matter about the representation, because it's just fun. It is pure nonsense, and god damn it is fun. It's vampires hunting vampires with so much blood and just kind of horror elements but so much fun to be had with it too god it's good it is so good honestly i can't i'm not even joking right now i wish i was joking i wish i would be like yeah okay i went to see a blade it was about as bad as you'd expect and it hasn't aged well it has it has aged well i can't understand how i mean except for the whole wesley snipes and the tax evasion and domestic abuse, whatnot, and Stephen Dorff's recent comments on Black Widow, but okay, honestly, here's the thing, here is the thing, Stephen Dorff recently got into trouble by saying that Black Widow looked rubbish, and how it looked like a video game with so much CGI and just random nonsense happening, I can honestly understand, because yeah, this film does have that, this film has that tenfold, but bear in mind it was 1998, 
when this was kind of as good as it could get. But this looks better than Black Widow. <laughs> so what does that tell you? So I can understand why Stephen Dorff was saying what he did. Because he had a point, okay? He had a point when he said Black Widow looked too CGI heavy and looked like a video game. Because even though he's got no right to say that, because Blade looks like a video game, Blade looks like a really cheapy, plastic video game at times, but it looks better than Black Widow, so what does that tell you? What does that tell you? It's just hilarious to me, it's absolutely hilarious, and yeah, like I said, I was not expecting to love this film as much as I did, but I, I just thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it, and god, that end fight scene, there's so many other funny bits I'll quickly mention, so yeah, major spoilers here, but there's a part in it when he's just roundhouse kicking the air, Okay, he's fighting a bad guy, and they're both just swinging. <laughs> they're kicking in the air, and they're swinging, but they're not hitting each other. <laughs> so they just spin around about three times, just opposite each other, trying to hit each other, but they never do. <laughs> it is so funny. It's brilliant. And then Blade just goes and kicks somebody on the floor, and he's just screaming. He's like, doosh, 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 doosh. Frost! It's so fun. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Honestly, I love this film. And then he goes off to fight Deacon Frost and the sheer iconic nature of what happens here. It's just so fun. Like there's so many random whip pans and just random cuts and he throws his sword about and Deacon Frost is like, nice shot. Like it's so funny. I feel like it's so quotable. I feel like now I've seen it, you can quote it so much. I mean, even just the final line, which I've got a bleep, unfortunately, because it's such a great line. It's such a perfect line before, it makes no sense, okay, it makes no sense, but before doing the final blow on Deacon Frost, which by the way, it's hilarious because as Deacon Frost jumps towards Blade, it's clearly, clearly not Stephen Dorff jumping, it's a completely different person <laughs> because it's a stunt double. And there are a few moments towards the end where it does look a bit clear that that's not Wesley Snipes, that's not Stephen Dorff, it's clearly just stunt doubles, but that's kind of what makes it fantastic at the same time. That's kind of what makes it so enjoyable because it's silly, it's stupid, but it's fun. And that shot of definitely not Stephen Dorff jumping towards Blade. That cracked me up so much at the cinema. I thought that was hilarious. God, he gets this serum and he's like, some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> and then he kicks it into his forehead, blows him up. And yeah, it looks bad because of how CGI messy it is. But honestly, it feels like it's held up. It feels like it actually looks quite good for the time. And for now, like, I do feel like it's aged pretty damn well. But it is funny. It's noticeably CGI heavy. But it's just an iconic line, man. So good. I feel bad that I've got to bleep that. But yeah, it's brilliant. Okay, it's absolutely brilliant. And there's so many great moments throughout this. that I could talk about for hours, but I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna say, Blade, goddamn, it had no right to be this good. It had no right to slap as hard as this. But goddamn, it does. Goddamn, it does. And I want to go watch it again because it's just fun. It's pure fun. This film is entertainment. I did feel like it dragged on a little bit at times. Like, it's two hours. That's a pretty hefty runtime for a superhero film. And for an 18 rate film, too. But I do feel like Second Watch wasn't as bad. Second Watch, you know, once you know what to expect, 
it's even more fun. And I love that because I love the rewatchability factor and I love the fact that you can have repeat viewings and still find it just, just thoroughly entertaining. And I think if anything, the first time watching, I was laughing, but I didn't know if I should be laughing because it felt like it was, was it trying to be too serious? Was it trying to take itself seriously? But then after knowing what it's doing and then on a second watch through of it, you can just have fun with it. You can just run with it and yeah, just laugh, just have fun, just have a great time. It's so good. <laughs> Blade, god damn it. I'm gonna watch Blade 2 and I'm gonna review that possibly if it's as good or if it makes me feel as happy or feel as entertained by. But yeah, this film is thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable and Chris Christopherson is fantastic. Wesley Snipes, of course, fantastic in this film. Everybody is great, okay? Everybody is so, so good. And I love the whole over-the-top nature of the vampires burning in the sunlight and the fact that he's wearing sunblock was hilarious but yeah there's a few great moments of just sheer bloodiness when they kill Pearl the fat vampire like that scene is just hilarious too god honestly though Wesley Snipes got everything he does in this film it's just admirable you know the lines the way he delivers them he doesn't speak much but when he does it's iconic it is so good and then he just spends the most of this film beating people up so he beats up that poor police officer so much in that woman's apartment it's hilarious he's just throwing him about the place like calm down mate calm down but nope <laughs> and then the looks he gives when when he's interrogating the police officer in the kitchen area and he's asking where's the entrance to this underground secret lair and the police officer goes, it's in the freezer, it's in the freezer. And, and the camera just cuts to the inside of the freezer as Blade opens it. And the look he gives <laughs> when he peers around the corner, he's like, oh, damn, <laughs> it really is the entrance. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's so good. What more can I say? This film has no right to be as good as it is. And I, I thoroughly, thoroughly loved it. Blade kicks ass, Blade kicks ass, and I'm excited for the proper Marvel Cinematic Universe reboot. I'm excited for that, but my biggest concern is Mahershala Ali playing Blade. I love him as an actor, I think he's a very, very good actor, very talented guy, but does he have the swagger that Wesley Snipes has in this film? Does he have the, the same kind of nature about him? And then are Marvel going to just copy it? Are Marvel going to say, let's just kind of replicate the same story and the same kind of gist and vibe that he goes for? Because I don't think Mahershala Ali can do what Wesley Snipes does in this film. Personally, I don't think he does. Because Wesley Snipes is just so iconic in this film. There is so much class and swagger and style that he has in this film. And I think the 90s plays into that. I think you could get away with that in the 90s because you couldn't get away with that much leather nowadays it would seem very odd and very like yeah just different but back in the 90s you could get away with that like that's why i think the matrix is going to be interesting the matrix resurrections are they going to have all those blacked out leather suits i don't know i don't think they will because you can't get away with that now like it just doesn't work maybe it'll come back one day but is blade going to bring it back i don't know i feel like he's going to definitely be different and i'm excited to see that different take but at the same time what's wrong with this one what is wrong with this blade it's fantastic it's just so so fun and i will never get tired of watching it and i'm gonna watch it again and again and again for the rest of my life because 
I found a new guilty pleasure film. I found a new film that I can watch whenever I'm sad and whenever I'm in need of something just sheer nonsense but entertaining. Oh, it's good. It's so good, man. So good. And the last thing I want to mention, just the funny nature of how when the ritual thing is taking place and the vampire demon god is coming forth, all of the vampires that are being sacrificed, they're skeletons. God, okay, the CGI here is very questionable, I understand, but to be fair, it looks okay. It doesn't actually look that bad. <laughs> but they have like mini bat skeletons and like flying demon skeletons crawl out of their actual skeletons. <laughs> So they're melting, and their skeletons are having their jaws widened as these bat-demon skeletons fly out of it. And it's so funny. <laughs> it genuinely made me laugh so much. But it's just brilliant. It's honestly brilliant. So if you haven't watched this film, God, watch it. But if you want to watch a film that has some really cheesy 90s clothing and one-liners and cgi then this is it this is the film for you it's just so so fun and i genuinely believe it's one of my favorite superhero films ever like honestly ever and i've seen a lot of superhero films okay i've seen a lot of comic book films but this is up there this is still top tier for me honestly top five possibly maybe even top three okay if we're gonna get into it okay number one there is, okay, is Joker, no, okay, I'm not counting Joker, because that's, no, I've got to count, okay, top three, no, I've, maybe it's top five, actually, this is so difficult, okay, top two especially, I already know, you've got Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and Joker, okay, if you're not counting Joker, I reckon Blade could take that spot, genuinely, as much as I love Infinity War, as much as I love The Winter Soldier, and Shang-Chi, oh my gosh, Shang-Chi, of course, and Black Panther, I love that too. Blade, for me, it's just the sheer audacity of this film to be this good after so many years. I feel like it's going to be eternal. It's not going to ever age badly. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Watched it a couple of days ago for the very first time. And it's already in my top three, maybe top five superhero films of all time. Honestly, I just think it's fantastic. And now I'm in a real techno funk pop vibe and i've listened to the soundtrack again and again this film rocks okay this film kicks so much ass and that whole fight scene towards the end the last i don't know 20 minutes are great but the last five to ten minutes in particular the fight scenes when he's going through all the vampires and then when he's fighting deacon frost it's amazing it's so so well done and i love it and there are so many great moments like the bits i've mentioned when he kicks the guy in the nuts then just casually brushes him aside when he rips her throat out, when he roundhouse kicks the air, and then when he whips his sword out and he just kind of twirls it round and sticks it into the ground again. Amazing. Okay, it's so good. As the music just stops, that right there is cinema. Okay, that is cinema at its finest right there. I've looked at the reviews, and I mean, 57% on Rotten Tomatoes isn't bad. It's not good, but it's not bad. 46% on Metacritic as well, like 46 out of 100 is not great, like that's really not good at all. Why? Because this film, oh my god, it's good, it's so fun. Yeah, so that's why it's a guilty pleasure film for me, because technically speaking, it's got pretty poor reviews, but it's so good. 
The audience score is 78% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is better. That's much better. But still, I'd put it in the 90s easily. Well, I say that, but there were a few times at the start when I thought, God, what is this film? What the hell am I watching? Because the framing and the directing just seemed off. Like, characters are just so out of frame. And the camera's constantly moving. <laughs> like, it's being held on, like, a fishing rod. And, yeah, it just feels like it's really wonky and shaky. Like, too much so. Like, I'm all for shaky cam to an extent. You know, the Bourne franchise does it so much, but it kind of works. This film kind of did it, but... It's weird, like, it's very, very strange at the start, but then it never happens again. So it's just the start. It's the scene in the hospital when Karen's talking to the other doctor, her ex. The camera is just shaking so much, and I don't know why they haven't stabilised it. So I was thinking at that point, is the whole film going to be like this? But luckily it isn't. Luckily it's just that scene. But apart from that, the directing is just fun, it's solid. The writing is so bad, but it's fantastic. Is it bad? I don't even think it's bad. I think it's great. So it's just good. Everything else, the CGI, like I've said, is great. The performance is iconic. They are so, so, so good. Wesley Snipes is amazing in this. So good. Everything else is great. Technically speaking, it's what you'd expect from a 90s flick, a 90s superhero film especially. But, you know, the likes of The Phantom. I mean, The Phantom is awful. The Phantom is so bad. That has not aged well. But this... Like, this film is amazing, so whether it's a guilty pleasure, whether it's not, whatever it is, I loved it, and yeah, goddamn, Blade, what a film, what a film. <laughs> anyway, this has been me raving about Blade, even though I'm so late to the party, 23 years late to the party, I can't believe I haven't watched it until now, that's crazy. But yeah, I urge everybody, if you haven't seen it, watch it. And I'm actually looking forward to being able to review the new Blade whenever that comes out in two years' time, three years' time, whenever, whenever Marvel do it. I'm honestly going to be a bit protective over this film because there's nothing wrong with it in my opinion. I see no reason why they have to reboot it. You know, just watch this one. It kicks ass. Is the new one going to be 18 rated? Is it going to be 15 rated? Or are they going to dumb it down for a 12 rated audience? I don't know. I'm kind of apprehensive, so yeah, we'll see. Either way... Whatever that film does, however it is, it takes nothing away from this film, and that's what I love. So, yeah, watch this film, enjoy this film, talk about this film, rave about this film, watch this film again. God, it's good. It is so, so good. And uh, this has been... Maybe this will be a new segment. Maybe this will be, like, my guilty pleasures. Nah, probably not. I don't know. We'll see. Either way, this has been Blade. I've been Kieran, and... <laughs> It's so good. I hope everybody enjoys it as much as I do. Because, yeah, it's good. It's so good. And I shall speak to you in the next episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. <laughs>